When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back again to another episode of the Carefree Black Girl Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. As always, if you're new here, I'm Shakira, the host of this podcast. We welcome you to join our Carefree family by subscribing via whatever platform you're using, whether it is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, I mean, the list goes on. We have been like working so hard to try and get the podcast on different platforms and it's been working so far so however you're listening to this I ask that you go ahead and subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest of what we have going on here and if you're already a part of the carefree family hey y'all hey thank you for coming back checking to see where we're up to lately now this week is gonna be a bit of a recap of some things that have been happening over the past few days because we haven't had like a real nice recap in a while. The last recap we had was when the Claremont twins had their drama going on in court. And that was like a few weeks back. So it's time for us to catch up, especially this week. This week would be the time to do it out of all weeks. But before we get started with that, I want to drop some information on y'all. And this information is so important because I want you to be informed and I want you to stay current. Um, There's so much going on every day and it's so easy to kind of forget things when we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have Twitter, we have, I mean, do people still use Snapchat? I don't know. I don't. But I mean, if you use it, that's cool too. You know, we have Snapchat. So I don't know. We have all of these social media platforms and we have television. We're always trying to keep up with Insecure or Love Is or whatever's happening at the movie. So all of these things are like constantly competing for our attention throughout the day. So while I have your attention here, I want to make sure you're reminded about something that is so important, and that is primary primary elections. elections. And before you start tuning me out right here, don't tune me out yet. Just give me a few minutes, okay? I promise it'll be quick. It won't be long. Primary elections are for nominating the candidate that will represent the party in the general elections. And we know that general elections are coming up soon in November. So the people that win from the primary election are going to go on to the general election in November and run against the people from opposing parties. So make sure you read up on the candidates in your area and from your state so you know what policies they support and those that they don't support. And also look into their history if you can, see what their stances have been on certain issues in the past, because honestly, that'll be like a big, big telltale sign on how they'll be if they're actually elected to office. So yeah, don't miss the opportunity to vote in primary elections. And I know that a lot of the states have already passed, but I'm bringing this up because the majority of my listeners are in Florida. Hi, Florida. Um, And primary elections are August 28th. Today is August 21st, so in seven days, we're going to have our primary elections, and I want you all to go out to the polls. They do have early voting right now, so if it would be more convenient for you to do early voting, make sure that you get out and do it. 
because we all need our voices to be heard right now. There's so much at stake and I won't go into all of those things this podcast. If that's something that you all want, let us know at the Instagram, which is at Carefree Black Girl Diaries. DM us and if you would like us to look up information on candidates in your state, just let us know what state you're in and let us know, you know, who you've been looking at. And if you can't really find any information, we'll try to look it up for you and just try to keep you all informed so you can know who these people are and you can be a well-informed voter. So if you're in Florida, make sure you go out to vote August 28th. If you're not going to do the early voting, just make sure, make sure you go out to do your voting, your primary elections, because it's so important. So I'll leave it at that. Now, before I go into the recap of the week, I wasn't going to say this on the podcast, but I just had like a strong conviction to say it. Today, I was in one of my moods. And when I get in one of my moods, I'm very reserved and very introspective. And I'm always kind of reserved and introspective but it's more so when I get in one of my moods and I was at work when this thing kind of just like came down on me and I really didn't understand where the mood had come from so I pulled out one of my journals that I purchased because I like to kind of journal things out once I start feeling a kind of way or even if I'm happy about something I try to journal pretty consistently just so I can keep up with my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts and I never share my journals with anyone so this is very personal to me and this is my first time sharing something that I've journaled but I kind of felt like it was important to share it just because I know I'm not the only person that goes through these kind of feelings and I'm not the only person that has a hard time trying to identify where these feelings are coming from. So I'm just going to read you what I wrote today. It's not long, I promise. So I started with, I picked back up with grad school classes Monday. And today, while I was thinking about school, my mind gravitated to graduation and what I'll do afterwards. All of a sudden, anxiety, worry, and sadness flushed over me. And I realized that those feelings are from feeling pressured to have it all figured out. If I don't have a job upon graduation, what will people think or say? If I don't immediately move away from my hometown, what will people say? All of these are thoughts I may not think outright, but the anxiety ultimately stems from there. The perception of others. Being afraid that others would view me as a failure. But what about me? Why do I put so much thought and emphasis on the feelings of others as opposed to my own feelings? I think as a black woman from the South, I've been conditioned to care and place way more value on the opinions of others than I probably should and way more than they deserve. If I wanted to live in an RV for the rest of my life, I should be perfectly fine with it if that's what would make me happy. I have one life to live and I don't want to spend the majority of it living under the scope of others. I don't want to have this great epiphany when I'm in my 40s and have lived half my life trying to fit in or meet standards. That's far too boring and way too stressful. Live and let live. So that's the end of the journal, but I really wanted to share that with you all. And I was hesitant at first, but the older I get, the more I feel like it's okay to be vulnerable with certain things in your life. Not everything, but with certain things in your life, especially 
Um, just because I feel like so many people are faking the funk on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, you know, in life, just seeing people in passing, people can be so just depressed and anxious and we'll never know because we all have these masks that we're wearing on a daily basis. And I just felt like it was just so important for me to share that just because I feel like even being on this podcast, I never want you all to feel like I'm just this person that has life all figured out I created the podcast because I wanted a safe space for not just you but for me as well for us to kind of just have a conversation in a place that we know that we can come and talk about things that relate to us and talk about things that we struggle with and things that we're facing every day and what good would it be if I wasn't letting you all know that I have issues as well so that came up because I start school Monday in a few days and I was just looking at the classes that I have left it's not that many classes and I just had this sudden like thought like what am I gonna do after graduation so I started looking up all of these jobs places that I think I would want to work at and I just got anxious just writing down the list of places that I think I would want to work and then I thought this entire summer I had not felt that feeling this entire summer and I realized that it stemmed from me putting so much pressure on myself because I feel like I have to have it all figured out by the end of my grad school run. Like I feel like I have to have the job, I have to have the dream um, location to live, I have to have the car or whatever and it's just so contradictory to what you know, I tell you all. So I have to kind of take my own advice and take heed to the things that I say myself, just because society can be very overwhelming. And even when we know better, we don't always do better. So I can know better and tell you all, but it's not that I'm going to always do the same thing. So I'm trying to take my own advice, which is why I journaled it. So I can kind of let my thoughts catch up with my hand while I was writing Um, Because that's the good thing about journaling. Journaling forces your thoughts to just pull back a little bit because they have to wait until you finish the sentence. And while you're letting those thoughts sit as you're writing, you have a better chance to analyze how you're feeling in that moment. So that's why I love journaling. If you don't journal, I suggest you pick it up. Um, It's not something that you have to do every day or every week, but developing a habit of it is a good thing so I try to do it at least two to three times a week if I can do more great you know but I journaled that out so yeah I just wanted you all to kind of just know that it's okay to kind of feel how you're feeling and to also know that it is also okay to not have it all figured out most of you all are relatively young I mean we're all pretty young I've looked at the analytics on this podcast. We're young. We don't have to have it figured out. So just be okay with that. Be okay with the journey and don't think so far ahead that you miss out on what's happening right now. And that was deep. That was deep. And I didn't want this this podcast episode to be that deep. I wanted it to be light and upbeat. So that's why I wanted it to be a recap. But I did feel the need to say that. So if you are going through something right now, just know that it's going to be okay. And if you are pressuring yourself, not because you're actually doing it, but once you've analyzed it and realized that the pressure is coming from 
you wanting to meet the criteria and standards of other people who are not in your shoes and who are not living your life, then it's time to reevaluate and it is time for you to make the decision to do what makes you happy regardless of what other people have to say. So I'll leave that at that. Moving on. Last night was the MTV Video Music Awards and good old Madonna. She was up to give us a tribute to Aretha Franklin, who passed. We know that she passed recently. And instead of her noting how amazing Aretha was as an artist, she somehow ended up making, like, the entire thing about her. Shocker. I know. Um, I saw someone on Twitter. They said, people are really offended by the way MTV honored Aretha Franklin, though. And the more I thought about that tweet, the more I was like, you know what? You're right. And, I mean, when was the last time we saw music on MTV anyway? I'll wait. I remember when they used to play music videos early in the morning before I went to school. And that's honestly the last time I can recall seeing music-related content on MTV, which is weird, being that their whole name is music television. But I digress. Back to the Aretha tribute. I'm not upset about the tribute itself. Like, don't get me wrong, like, Madonna was wrong, but I'm not upset about the tribute itself. I don't think, like, anybody can possibly give a tribute that was worthwhile unless it was Stevie Wonder or Gladys Knight, um, Shaka Khan, or Patti LaBelle. Like, all of her and Patti were beefing for a long time. It's just my personal opinion that only people like that could really give her a tribute that is worthwhile people that knew her and kind of came up during the same era that she came up and I don't mean like a musical tribute because I would love to see like Jennifer Hudson or Kelly Price or some women like that give her a nice tribute at the next BET Awards but those artists can give her a tribute a tribute with words that no one else can in my opinion we are all entitled to our opinions okay um, but yeah, and I feel like even though BET gets on our nerves 98% of the time, if we really kept it real, we all know that that's the only place that is truly going to honor her in the way that she deserves. No tea, no shade. You know, they are the only people that's going to do it. And I know that next year it is going to be lit when they do her tribute. You know, they always do a tribute to all of the um, past singers and artists and stuff. So I think it's just going to be so nice next year when they do it. So I'm looking forward to that, honestly. But speaking of beef between Aretha and Patty, I was thinking after Aretha passed, um, like, did her and Patty ever recover from those hard feelings that they had years ago? If you didn't know, Aretha Franklin and Patty LaBelle have been beefing. Well, not anymore, but they were beefing for a long time. And there is a very popular video on YouTube and it is Aretha entering a building. I'm not sure where she was, but you know, people were touching her and you know, just acknowledging her coming in and Patty tried to do the same thing and Aretha just kind of looked her up and down and kept walking. So they have been beefing for a while. And I wonder like did they ever settle that even as they had gotten older? Like they were both amazing singers both amazing performers but for some reason the two couldn't seem to coexist and that reminded me of the few now with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B both of them are 
capable artists, regardless of how you feel of each of them as an artist, they both have, you know, set their place in history as far as streaming, as far as album sales, as far as ticket sales. So they're both capable artists. They both have very strong fan bases, very opinionated fan bases. But for some reason, these two cannot coexist. And I just, for the life of me, I don't get it. And I don't know if it's the idea that black women can't be in the same spaces without some form of competition or what. Like, I don't know what to attribute this feud to. So if you've been keeping up this week, which to be honest, I haven't because it's just been too much going on. And when I start to feel affected by all of the things that are happening in the media and stuff, I do limit the amount of information that I intake. But from what I am aware of, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, Nicki Minaj recently released an album entitled Queen, and she was upset about the record sales or something like that. And Cardi got brought into this whole situation with Nicki being upset because some kind of way they attributed Cardi's success to Atlantic, which is the record label that she signed to. And they were saying that she basically, or Atlantic, paid for her position that she's in now as an artist. And it's just very upsetting to me that instead of people on social media just giving them both the credit that they deserve, people feel like they have to pick a side. Like, I, I really do not like that. Um, You really don't see this happen with many people outside of black women we are always pitted against each other and before you say well cardi isn't all the way black yes i know i know she's not all the way black but a large part of her audience is so my point still stands it's just that when you think about people that are in these positions very rarely will you go on twitter and see threads that compare quentin tarantino and steven spielberg as directors and I can almost bet my bottom dollar that you rarely see threads comparing Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman as actresses or Jane Fonda and Meryl Streep as actresses or Gigi Hadid I think that's how you pronounce it y'all know Gigi and Haley Baldwin as models and for all of those people they all have something in common I'm sure you can guess what it is they're white And we pit one against the other far too much in our community. And it's just something that I cannot stand. When Solange first started out, people compare her to her own sister. Even though they had two different sounds, two different audiences, two different vibes, people still compared them. People compare Venus and Serena for the longest and their sisters, um... In a recent documentary, Whitney Houston's documentary, she was backstage at a show and she was saying that she felt like people didn't appreciate her music because they were more into Janet Jackson. And that just blew my mind because, I mean, now when you look back, you know that they're both iconic in their own rights. And I'm sure Whitney had to get that idea from somewhere. Somebody had to make a comment about her in comparison to Janet And I just mean, I mean, the list goes on when it comes to black women getting compared to each other and pitted against the other. 
people bring Yara Shahidi and Amanda Stenberg up in online conversations all the time. And if Oprah wasn't in a league of her own, I'm sure, I am positive that they would have found someone to compare her to as well. But I mean, at this point, that's impossible. You can't compare Oprah to anyone. But I say all of that to say that this will not end until the people that are being compared put their foot down and say no. She's talented and so am I. And her talent doesn't take away from mine. And my talent doesn't take away from hers. I just feel like we have to do so much better as a community, as a people, for ourselves and for our children in the future. We have to stop this game of comparison and start just uplifting each other. I sound like one of those old people that, oh, wow. I sound like one of those old people. I heard this so much growing up, but we we have to do better, y'all. We have to stop comparing each other. It is okay for people to exist in the same spaces and be allotted the same opportunities. Just know that, and even with whatever you're doing, whether it's on your job, whether it is at your community center, I don't know whether it is whatever job venture you're choosing to pursue. It is okay for you as a black woman to also be in the same spaces as another black woman without comparing yourself to that person or without trying to nitpick certain things about that woman or trying to one-up her or trying to see what she does that you don't do or what you do that she doesn't do. Like, it's okay to exist. We just need to help each other. Like, that's where we go wrong so many times because people of other races... Instead of doing that, they will help that person. Or even if they do have some kind of underlying jealousy or some kind of underlying envious feeling towards someone, they will not let that be known, you know? So let's just do better, okay? We have to do better. In other news, Netflix uploaded a new movie and it is titled To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And at first I was hesitant about watching it just because I don't know I wasn't sure but I watched the trailer and the trailer just looked so cute it was like right up my alley so I decided to give it a try and it was actually a very cute movie it stars the actress her name is Lena Condor correct me if I'm wrong I'm not sure if that's how it's pronounced but she is Vietnamese American okay and she's so cute she plays the protagonist and she's trying to pick between these boys that she feels like she's had strong crushes or feelings for um I just thought it was so cute it just put me all in my feelings and it really takes you back to like your teenage years um how you felt in high school when you had a crush on someone so if you have the chance this week give it a shot and it's very different just because it is like a common love story it's a story that's been told over and over again but it's also different because of the actress's ethnicity it just felt so good to see someone who wasn't just a blonde hair blue-eyed white girl playing this kind of role just because I feel like almost every rom-com that has ever existed has featured some kind of blonde hair blue-eyed or brunette white girl playing the same role so it just felt so nice to see someone of a different ethnicity kind of star in this and put her own little spin on it it was so cute so if you have a chance to go and see it not go and see it if you have a chance to turn it on while you're at home do that 
it's a little long. It is a little long. Um, but give it a try if you have some time. It's an hour and 39 minutes. So let us know how you feel about it too over on our Instagram at Carefree Black Girl Diaries. Also in entertainment, Janet Jackson released a new song and it is titled Made for Now. And she also released a visual video for it. It is on YouTube. So if you have a chance, also go and check that out as well. It is so vibrant and so cute. I do wish that it was released earlier in the summer. So it could have been like a summer bop, but it's okay. It's at the end. We can take it into the fall season. And she has a little dancing in there. You know, Jana is a little older now, but she still got it. So if you get a chance, go and watch that as well. It's so cute. And lastly, I do want to keep this very positive and uplifting as we close this out. Jada Pinkett Smith shared some very wise words on Instagram. I'm sure you probably already follow Will Smith on Instagram, but if you haven't gotten a chance to follow Jada yet, make sure you follow her. I'm always sharing her posts on my story because it's just so relatable and so real. And I am going to insert a clip of something that she had to say when it comes to infidelity in relationships and she said that it was about self-mastery relationships are about self-mastery I think that's where a lot of relationships go wrong people expect so much out of the other person and they have these standards and things that they want this other person to meet instead of kind of just seeing where they stand in the relationship and what things that they can improve on as well as the other person. It's kind of like a give and take relationship when you're with someone. Like you have to be able to give as much as you want in return. But I'm going to let her do the talking because she just pushes so well. I can't even, I can't even begin. Okay, so here's what Jada had to say. To my queens out there that have been cheated on by their men, it's not your fault. Stop making it your fault. To my kings out there that have been cheated on by their women, Stop making it your fault. Yes, women cheat too. Now here's the other thing. Sex is one of the strongest forces in the universe that we have to deal with. This is about self-mastery. It's not even about what's going on in a relationship. This is about self-mastery, okay? So if you think just because somebody says they love you or you think just because they wanna be in a relationship with you that that means that that's gonna dissolve all their traumas that they come with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that they're gonna know how to deal with their traumas now people gonna mess up so here's the thing make sure you're with someone that is interested in mastering themselves and everything that they come with and I know that there's a lot of pain that comes with infidelity but relationships is a spiritual endeavor just make sure you're with somebody who's worth it and it was so beautiful I just wish that this had come a few months sooner maybe last year when I really needed it, but it's always nice to hear it. So just in case you hadn't heard it yet and maybe you needed it, that is what Jada had to say when it came to relationships and knowing that cheating can happen no matter what, you know, it's not about you all the time. It can just be what that person had to deal with, you know, within themselves. So I'm going to leave it at that for this episode because next week we'll be coming back with some fire stuff some fire content it's not gonna be a recap i promise you all will love it so thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the carefree black girl diaries don't forget to catch up with us on instagram at carefree black girl diaries stay black and carefree and we'll talk next time in the next episode of the carefree black girl diaries bye guys mm -hmm.